There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast with your hosts, Jim and Chuck. And we are, I guess we're going into deep water today, Chuck, because we're hitting a, I guess, a controversial topic, controversial character as far as the Netflix Defenders universe goes. We are talking the Iron Fist. More specifically, we're talking season two of the Iron Fist, which is coming out, coming out September 7th. Season two. Well, pretty early, pretty early. But, and we're going to talk about why it's a little early. But before we get to that, Chuck, let's, uh, let's just talk about where we stand with the character right now. The Iron Fist, to me, uh, I was really pumped for it. We were excited about it. We did an episode way back in March of 2017 for season one. We're like, yeah, Iron Fist, Finn Jones, Game of Thrones. We're really excited for it. And then we got the Iron Fist. And it was, uh, it was more all my children than Iron Fist for me. It was a very soap opera-like, uh, woes me, Danny. It was all the bad parts of Batman Begins. You know what I'm saying? Where he's just coming in like, oh, I'm the immortal Iron Fist. He said it like 9,000 times. Like, it could have been like a drinking game for watching the Iron Fist. Every time he says, I am the immortal Iron Fist, you're supposed to take a shot. Right now, where we stand, where I stand at least, is uh, more of a 50-50 character. There's parts that I like, and there's parts that I hate. And there's room for growth, but then there's room for like, I don't want you anymore. So where do you stand with the Iron Fist? Um, When it first came out, I didn't love it. But I didn't hate it. I was like, it's not that bad. Like, I thought Jessica Jones season one was worse. Yeah. And I've said this before. Which, which I disagree. I think Purple Man is one of the best villains in the MCU. And after... The, the Netflix MCU. After rewatching it um, periodically, and I watched it um, when we uh, redid the Defenders. Yeah. And I rewatched it. I am backtracking my statement. It's bad. It, it's not good. It was it was bad, Chuck. Like you can say, if Finn Jones isn't gonna listen to us, and if he does, like I'm sure he's heard of it. And fuck, it it got to a point where Rotten Tomatoes gave it 12. percent Everything else was like averaging in the 90s, in, yeah. the, in the high 80s, and this comes out and it's solid 12. percent It's the worst rating, besides Inhumans. It's crazy. Yeah, it was. It's it's way above Inhumans. Uh, you didn't even finish Inhuman, so you don't know if it's way above. That it, it's not. I don't think it's on par with Inhumans to me. There were redeem. There were parts like I loved Colleen Wing. I think that she is one of the most important characters going forward in the Netflix universe, just because of the ability that she possesses. So the inclusion of her was great. You had very lackluster villains. You had no comic book representation as far as this suit, and you had Danny Rand, who probably should have been recasted. But with Inhumans, it was subpar performances. And that's being generous. Well, that, that's because it was rushed. It was to, from a movie to a TV show within a matter of years. This was like, they knew what they were going. This was already connected to the universe. The Inhumans wasn't connected to anything. I don't know. I just still, after, I mean, I didn't see one episode in Inhumans. I, didn't, I don't think that would put it above or even close to Iron Fist. Ooh, I don't know. I think they're... They're bad, both bad. They're both bad properties. Iron Fist isn't good. Yeah. But it was good enough to get a second season. I think partially because of his performance in Defenders. I think that... That still wasn't good. Defenders sucked. Defen- but he was more relatable. Yeah, yeah. he was less uh, douchebag, more human. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, yeah, he was like, he went from hippie to douchebag real quick. 
like in the in the first season yeah. you know he's like i'm a drifter now i'm a uh, i'm a millionaire i'm a douchebag the only thing you like now is big al yeah you know i listen i didn't like much about the first season and i that might be unfair because it's been a year and i haven't rewatched it but like the character where it stood with me was 50 50 you know i'm i'm shitting on it right now because it's like kind of i'm getting angry about it but you know my fist is glowing but it was it was it was 50 50 for me but when when you think of the first season you know personally i don't think it was good because of scott buck mm-hmm. um and we've already alluded to another scott buck creation which was the inhuman series he was the showrunner on both um and he's done great television he did dexter he wrote a lot of uh like i think he did like curb your enthusiasm he like he's done a lot of hbo stuff I don't think he was ready for a property like the Iron Fist that was already a developed property with a developed fan base with a somewhat could be toxic fan base, depending on where you're looking at it. Um, and also, he was like, I'm going to take from source material, but not all the source material. And then I'm going to neglect the biggest part of source material, which is the costume. And that's like, even Daredevil, like we got the original costume. And then, like, kind of escalated up to where we're at now. We never got an Iron Fist, like, original costume. Not even a nod to it. You know what I mean? Well, even with... Like, with um, Jess Jones. Jessica we got, Jones. Exactly. We everybody. Got the, everybody. got the jewel costume. Every single hero yeah. in this. Even Misty Knight got her traditional hair. You know what I mean? This was, like, Scott, Scott Buck was like, I'm going to be a little more creative than everybody else. And I'm going to make a true martial arts epic. And I think he failed. He, he focused more on the martial arts aspect of it, less on the dialogue, less on the storyline, and said, you know what? This is what you're going to get. You're going to get Bruce Lee movie. And the martial arts wasn't even that good. No, it was really bad. It was... I've seen better stunts on Arrow. See, my whole thing, I think the writing was subpar at best. Yeah. And like you said, Scott Buck has made good stuff. This wasn't good. And, you know, that sometimes that, that happens. You know, you get somebody who's proven on TV who could write maybe Boardwalk Empire and Dexter and whatever... And it goes into a superhero world, which is a completely different yeah. world. These are superheroes. These are metahumans, if you will. These are enhanced people that can't really live normal lives. And if you're trying to make enhanced people more human, you've already failed. You know what I mean? They did that with Luke Cage season two, and I see a dip in Luke Cage season two because they tried to make him more human and more relatable. This is a guy who can get shot in the face and walk away. You know what I mean? So I, personally, when I think of season one the reason why it wasn't as good as the other ones what in my mind was scott buck what about you I, I, scott buck is a huge um huge part of it i also finn jones didn't transcend well yeah he just wasn't from him to on screen just didn't mesh and honestly too the supporting cast supporting cast wasn't good and I think the supporting cast just didn't mesh well well they made the villains just like vile human beings they made the meachums vile people and you know i understand where they're going these are supposed to be like the rich like the one percent that people really dislike the only one who was like i love davos i thought he was relatable in this and colleen and the one episode lewis tan was in i thought he was great in it and he was supposed to be the iron fist like he finn jones beat him out you remember that whole like oh my god they're whitewashing like i'm pretty sure danny Rand was a white character initially so i think you know they were trying to go a different route with bringing in lewis and it didn't work i still think lewis would have been much better than what we got with finn jones and like everybody's big thing was like oh finn jones was so busy doing dared or doing uh, game of thrones no he wasn't no. 
he, how many scenes, like, how much acting do you have to put into being in a cage and then writing, carving something in your head and blowing up a building? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that that was, like, that took a lot of work. He, he did, like, the first season, maybe the third season of Game of Thrones and then the last, second to last season that we're at now of Game of Thrones. And that was it. And I don't think anything in between. So he should have just, like, the transcendence should have been better. Yeah. You know, more stunt work, more focused on that. I think he just walked in and was like, I'm a superhero. All the Marvel stuff is great. They're going to put a team around me, and it's going to be spectacular. Or maybe he just tried so much, and he wasn't as established just, as everyone it, thought he was. It didn't come across screen well. Yeah. Who would you have cast as the Iron Fist? <laughs> Ray Park? No. You know who I who I wanted? Who? And I it's the second episode in a row. Ryan Phillippe. Okay. Yeah, you did want him. You know who's been getting a lot of buzz because of martial arts and his ability? A lot of people want him as Batman. Scott Atkins. You ever hear of Scott Atkins? Yeah, Scott Atkins. He, He's from like the kickboxer movies, right? Yeah. Scott Atkins is a... I know him. Not know him, know him, but... I was going to say, Jesus Christ, <laughs> get him on the show. I know of him. He he was in the, one of the Expendables movies. Yeah. But he's one of those guys who is more stunts. Because yeah. he, he's martial arts. So yeah, you'll yeah. see him fighting someone. Like Kimbo Slice. Yeah. Yeah. But no, like in a Kimbo. movie. Like he's like a generic bad guy. But then. he's the new, he's the lead of these kickboxer movies, right? It has been, yes. And they've been like, I think the last one got like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I feel like he could have been better than Finn Jones. He's older though. That doesn't matter. Luke Cage is older. He's like 45. Okay. What, what what's the big deal about him being forty five? He doesn't look forty five. No, you know he's an Adonis. I would he would have been cool. I don't know. Lewis would have been my favorite. Yeah, probably he would have. But been. you know, we live in a world where they if they cast Finn Jones, he's, they're whitewashing. If they cast Lewis, they're away from the traditional comics. You know what I mean? So it's it's a lose lose with the situation. I'm not going to put it all on Finn Jones because he had to be directed by multiple directors, and that's what they thought was the best. They, they know going into it, maybe if he's not working with all these directors, like, what, 13 directors, they're like, oh, you know what? Well, maybe, Scott, we should stop this. No, we have to push it up. Marvel wants it out. I don't know, Chuck. What was your favorite thing about the season? Jesus, the end? Mine was Colleen Wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I said before. I, I think she was uh, she was the best. And and the inclusion of Davos, I thought he was yeah. he was good. Uh, he was a phenomenal actor in this movie, and, or the show, and he's getting a, a much bigger role in season uh, season two. But what would you have changed in season one is the question. Um, not him say I'm the mortar Iron Fist so much. Oh, so bad. Um, so rough. I would obviously give him a better adversary than the Meachams. Yeah. yeah. Like a comic book villain. Yeah. Like a bullseye. Or just this, maybe make the Steel Serpent the main villain. That's a badass name. The Steel Serpent. Yeah. It's just... The Meachams really... And like you said, they were vile, yeah. uh, vile human beings. But it just dude, I I hated Ward the <laughs> second most. The, the, he walked on the screen, and I was like, I, we watched it together. right? Yeah, we did. I was like, oh, I don't like him one bit. Like I hate him. I Kept on him, douchebag. Like I just hated him. We were sitting right here. Yeah, and we were watching it. And as soon as he came in with that slick back hair, and you can just smell the it. cheap cologne that he's probably wearing, and it's like, and you were like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Iron Fist season one, in my mind, was equivalent to the worst season of Arrow. You know what I mean? Because I, it's it's primarily the same idea. 
built, washed away billionaire comes back, gets his money, has some kind of ability, let alone like whether great archers ship or whatever or marksmanship, and then glowing fist, and then you throw in other rich people that he's got to take down, right? Yeah. Main premise. They they just adapted it and turned it into Arrow. But anything else you would have changed? Nah, they were the big. I would have brought in the comic book accurate suit. I feel like you needed that. Yeah. Even just a nod to it. Uh, and maybe we're missing it. I mean, we did get the tattoo. And the tattoo looked great. You know, we got we got a few glimpses of, you know, Finn Jones shirtless or with an unbuttoned shirt with several buttons too many unbuttoned with the dragon showing. But I, I don't know. I, I just would have probably focused more on the dialogue than the martial arts. Like, build up that dialogue and, and the story and kind of focus more on Colleen Wing. Give her a much bigger role. Yeah. Maybe make her the star and, you know, Colleen Wing and the Iron Fist. I mean, that's what I would have done. But we move on from season one and then season two, or not season two, but then we see the Iron Fist and Defenders. And we talked briefly about the Defenders. We're going to skip over Defenders because I think Netflix wants to forget that that even happened. Iron Fist joins Luke Cage season two for three or four episodes. Honestly, the best episodes of Luke Cage season two featured Danny Rand. In my mind, and it seemed like uh, Chio Hokari, um, Chio Hokari Carter, Coker? Coker, yeah, yeah. Chio Hokari Coker kind of knew what toys he was playing with and knew how to play with these toys. So he got Iron Fist and he knew exactly what to do with them. Like they made Danny less Danny, more Iron Fist. You know what I'm saying? What did you think about his portrayal in season two? I liked it a lot more. Yeah, it was so much better. It was. I, I think he's just stepped it up, like from season one. He was better in Defenders, and he was a lot better in Luke Cage. Would you say his acting got better? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. But the dialogue got shorter. You know what I mean? There was less exposition for him. There was less uh, soliloquies, like the big parts, and very more like, hey, man, let's do this. You got it, Luke? And he runs up, and they do, like, the patty cake. That was that was a sick sick yeah. little, little but that was a That was a cool scene when they were fighting in yep. the warehouse. Yep. And that's one of the best parts of it. It was like... We were getting heroes for hire without saying heroes for hire. It, and no, they said it. Didn't uh, my boy said it? He's like, "Oh, y'all like heroes for hire." Oh yeah. Yeah, he's like, "You can put that on a shirt." Oh yeah, the the kid that sold all shirts yeah. and tapes. But no, like that was one of the better parts. And he, him, and Mike Coulter do have a chemistry. Yeah, and I think they were trying to tap in on that on to see where the fans were because Luke Cage was an extremely popular first season. Second season was hyped up because Bushmaster was going to be in it. It was going to be badass, more action. We saw Luke Cage was going to be tested. And then they throw an Iron Fist. And I feel like this was like a, a sample. Like, do you guys like this? Does this resonate with you guys? And in my mind, I know Tom had said it and you're saying it now, when the Iron Fist was on, it was probably some of the best stuff on the show. It really brought the, the game up a little. It felt more like a comic book. You know, it, less of a less of a grounded drama, more of a comic book uh, show. I feel like, and I've said this personally before, I've said, I've said this multiple times before, that this is going to be the future where we're going to get Heroes for Hire because of this dynamic they have. And they do share a chemistry. Um, would you be okay with Heroes for Hire? Or is it something oh, like, definitely. no, we, I want Luke Cage Season 3? No, we talked about this in the um, Luke Cage Season 2 preview. Yeah. We do want Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Would you be okay if they said... We're scrapping Luke Cage season three and Iron Fist season three for Heroes for Hire. Only if, like, I want to know what happens after season two of Luke Cage. Yeah, because especially the like kind of cliffhanger. Yeah, that they left off. Like, if they can tie that into the 
the beginning, I'm fine with that. I feel like they could. They could. If I were to write it, I would focus the first episodes on, you know, clearing up the loose ends, uh, taking care of Shades, you know, taking care of Mariah, taking care of everybody. Mariah's dead, right? Didn't Nightshade, oh, wait, wait, Nightshade, no, Nightshade killed her. Killed her yeah. So I would take care of Shades and everybody else that's around, right? Realize that the club is shit. Claire needs to come back. They all, you know, it's happy family. And then Danny is taking care of what he needs to take care of after season two. And then there's a bigger threat. Maybe Barracuda comes up. You know what I mean? Or Tombstone, if you're going to take from a Spider-Man villain, you bring in Tombstone. Or Mr. Fish. We already got, you know, we they dropped Mr. Fish, right? Your boy. If they bring him in, it's Mr. Fish, right? Yep. Oh, you're, I'm thinking of Bobby Fish. When they bring him in, you can say, let's team up. And then you got first episode's done. Season uh, Second episode is now official gear for Iron. Yeah, I just don't want them to go, all right, whatever happened in the end of Blue Cage season two, eh, we're just going to go straight into Heroes for Iron. I think they're smarter than yeah, that. Yeah, I hope so. But I, I wouldn't mind. Like, I like season two of Blue Cage. But if they went to a straight Heroes for Hire, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, see, I'm on the defense with season two of Luke Cage. I feel like I need to watch it again. And I've said it before. The way that it ended, it left me not liking Luke. The way it ended left a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah, they made him uh, kind of hypocritical yeah. throughout the whole. Like, if that was your big hurrah at the end, like, it, it's like they wanted him to be human. Then he had to be Power Man. And now they want him to be human to go back on everything they said. I don't know. I, I don't know where I stand with it. Maybe Iron Fist can clear up that. Like, do you think Luke is going to be in this series? I hope so. I feel like they they have to, right? He's got to have one cameo in it, just to be like, yeah. hey, you want to get together? Maybe that's the last scene. Like he beats the Steel Serpent and, and our villain that we're going to talk about in a second, and say, oh, you know what? Let's team up. I got some other things that we need to handle, and it's Fing Fang Boom, and he comes in and they're fighting actual dragons. You think we see a dragon in this show? Or I was hoping we'd see a dragon in the first one. Nothing. And they they alluded to it. Yeah, they they showed you the the skeleton in Defenders and gave everybody comic book ball, blue balls. But in season one, they talked about the he defeated the dragon Kunlun. Yeah. And they showed at the very end showed him in Kunlun. I'm like, all right, well, maybe we're gonna get the dragon. Well, I know season two is taking. I know it's got a new showrunner, Raven Metzner, uh, Metzner. And he said that what's going to happen is they're going to focus more on the history of Kunlong. Yeah. And every episode is from an iconic run of the Iron Fist from 1975 to 1977. So every title is based on a, a comic book of that, that run. But before we get into season two, the, the meat and potatoes of it, we got to, a character to introduce. And this is what I'm hoping for for season two is kind of like more comic book accurate costumes obviously we've seen a little bit of the costume maybe we're getting the whole the whole fit but i want a good representation of the following two characters davos who's the steel serpent and typhoid mary and typhoid mary is coming chuck are you were you excited about the announcement that we're getting typhoid mary um i was a little surprised did you that's not did you know typhoid mary yeah she was in the lecture movie yes she was and uh raven metzner wrote it yes he did so he said he loved Typhoid Mary, and he didn't think that she was represented well in the movie. I guess they gave her less screen time than he wanted. Yeah, honestly, I don't even remember her that much. And Well, I mean, I don't, I don't remember a lot about that movie. It was, what, 2004? Maybe? Two, yeah, probably two, around 2004. You bought me that movie for like a dollar. Yeah, because you needed it. It was like the last one you needed. So I got it. But 
I, it wasn't a great movie. No, it wasn't. First female superhero to get her movie, though. So yeah, that was g- cool. Give, give her credit, Jennifer Garner, who's now become a peppermint. It does look pretty good. It does look pretty good. But, um, so, like, I was, I, that's, I wouldn't have picked Typhoid Mary to be in this. No, we, we actually talked, I think we talked about Typhoid Mary on our Daredevil pot yeah, episode. She's primarily a Daredevil. Well, she's a jilted lover of Matt's. Like, that's the thing. Like, they were, her history with Daredevil is, runs deep. To mm-hmm. the point that then she becomes a mutant. Like, she becomes classified as a mutant and hires Deadpool to kill herself. Like, a suicide via Deadpool. And she also was a hired gun from Kingpin. Yeah, well, she works with the Hand. She's, like, affiliated with the Kingpin. She works for a lot of people. And I don't think we're going to get Wilson Fisk in this. But it would be a pretty good... It would be a big move for Wilson Fisk to kind of reestablish himself in the universe by saying, you know, she, she meet, runs into... Uh, Danny, and says, you know, you, you don't know me, but uh, a, a busy man or an a important man hired me to take care of you. And it's going to be like they flash to wherever Kingpin's at because we know Kingpin's coming back for season three of Daredevil, which is also coming out this year. We're getting three, four, four yeah. seasons in 2018. All the, That's crazy. All the characters, except Punisher. Yeah. But the, have you seen the still? It's finished uh, production, but have you seen the stills lately? Yeah. Where he's running around with the fucking bulletproof vest on with blood covering it. Oh, Thunderbolt Punisher. I'm all about it. Super pumped for it. But I, I would like to see Kingpin, Kingpin kind of reestablish his dominance in this universe because he needs to be your big bad at this moment. He needs to be your Thanos of the, the Netflix universe. We're going to see Bullseye somewhere. You know, we still have, we have uh, Jigsaw, right? That's his name? Yep. Uh, we have Typhoid Mary now. We got Davos. But what they're going to do is it's probably going to be like Madame Gal or... Um, Davos or uh, the Meachums hire Typhoid Mary, and here she comes. Like, I, if the Meachums hire Typhoid Mary, we're so mad because like Typhoid Mary's a badass, but like somebody like a character that nobody knows. And I hope we get a fair representation. But let's talk about Typhoid Mary a little bit more. And the woman who's playing her is someone who has been mentioned on this podcast in the early days a lot. Yeah. Alice Eve is playing her, and I couldn't be any more happier than I am right now. But she's playing Typhoid Mary, who first appeared in Daredevil 254, May of 1988, and she was created by Anne Nocenti and John Romita Jr. She's named after Chuck, I'm sure you know this, the Irish-American cook and typhoid fever carrier Mary Malone. She has exceptional swordswomanship. It's a fun word. Uh, Excellent physical condition, limited mind control, pyrokinesis, telekinesis, and peak reflexes, and like we said... We get the former lover of Matt Murdock. Now, do you think we they tie that in? No, I don't think at all. Yeah. Although that would be really cool if uh, we don't get a Luke Cage cameo. We get a Daredevil Iron Fist team up against Typhoid Mary and the Seal Star. I mean, I would like her to like bring it up. Like, oh, I Hat. dated a lawyer over in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. But I don't. I don't and not that. be foggy. Man, Matt Mur- think of Matt Murdock for a second. He involves himself with some of the danger- most dangerous women Ever. Electra. Electra and Typhoid Mary. And she's probably got several millions of other girlfriends. He's kind of like uh, Lucifer from the Vertigo comics. He's just sleeping with everybody. Well, what do you think about uh, the addition so far with Typhoid Mary? Davos, who's uh, played by Sasha Dewan, uh, is getting more. He's went from, I think, four episodes in the first season to the full 10 this season. It's, yeah, it's 10 this season. I think they shortened it because there's like 23 total. 26 or 13 yeah they shortened it um we got steel serpent coming up which we've talked about we should name this episode the steel serpent 
because we've talked about it you've so talked much. about it well i mean i feel like we have to talk about it it's you have to call him the steel serpent or you think it's sir Dapos from game of thrones <laughs> and he's just coming over with the khaleesi and like we're like i'm learning how to read y'all i'm coming to kill you like i'm in hell so i'm in where's where's the iron fist from i know he's from new york man is it well, would he be Hell's Kitchen? Like, I feel like they're all in Hell's Kitchen. I don't, I don't think he's in Hell's Kitchen. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's in Kanlon. He's over in Kanlon. Um, and then we got a guest star coming up, uh, Simone Messick, who yes. plays Misty Knight. You guys who have watched all of the Defenders uh, universe-based shows will know her. If you watch Luke Cage Season 2, she's got her metal arm. If you listen to our podcast, which I hope you're doing, you know we like Simone Messick. And uh, I think she's getting like one to two episodes. You think they're playing up on this uh, Daughters of the Dragon? Oh, yeah. They have to, right? They, in that bar scene where they beat up Mr. Again, Fish? another great... Like, every character that was included in Luke Cage from the Iron Fish show was amazing. Like, that that's two series gold that you have right yeah. there. I want to hit you with a rumor uh, that was... It was kind of confirmed, but kind of debunked. When they were writing this season, Moon Knight was on the table. Did you see this rumor? Yeah. What do you think about it? Because we, like, since episode one, the part-time hero podcast episode, we've been talking about Moon Knight. I wanted Tom Hardy to play Moon Knight. I think you wanted, um, God, Luke Bracey to play Moon Knight. No, it was the guy, I know. I think it was Luke Bracey. It's either Luke Bracey or Ryan Elgort. Yeah, it was one of those. Who's now becoming a doctor on NBC. Yeah, uh, New Amsterdam. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, So, that, that was on the table. What do you think about that? Was, like, what? Why do you think it's off the table? Like too much clusterfucky? It could be, it could be because no. I don't know if you, if you do a Moon Knight series, like, do you just bring him in, or do you introduce him like you have with? See, but that's the thing, though. They brought the fucking Punisher into the universe via Daredevil season two, See, and they, it was epic, Chuck. Yeah. Come on now. You got the best martial artist in the Netflix universe with Iron Fist, right? This cloaked weirdo comes in throwing crescent moon boomerangs at people, praying to some weird Egyptian god, looking like a masked clansman running around Manhattan, and they can battle each other. What better way to do Iron Fist season two like Daredevil season two? Get rid of them. Maybe he comes in to assassinate the Meachums. I'd be on board with that. I would be okay if they scrapped everybody else and put Moon Knight in this. But Except I don't, Colleen. Yeah, well, she obviously would have to fight. I don't think it's a clusterfuck issue. I think the bigwigs, I think Fahey said, no, he, you, you he can't play with something. this toy. You can't play with this toy. Put that IP as far in the, like, retcon that. Like, you didn't even think about it. Retcon that from real life. Like, go back and re- re- rewind yourself. I think Phase Four is going to have Moon Knight in it. We've been wanting. It's everybody wants it. They, they've been bringing it up to everybody. They, like I think the Aunt, the Russos got a question about Moon Knight. Fahey's got a question about Moon Knight. Uh, Raven got a question about Moon Knight, and everybody's like, "We have plans for Moon Knight." Three different people in three different worlds are saying they have plans for Moon Knight. DC can't get Batman right. Right now, I'm I'm amped. It's like I just took a shot, uh, like I just snorted a line of cocaine. DC can't get Batman right, right? And now we're talking like Ben Affleck is completely out because yeah. he's drinking after rehab, and they're all worried like he's gonna fall apart. Maybe because his ex-wife is about to take off with this peppermint badass movie, right? So 
they can't get Batman right, what better way for Marvel to one-up them to get Marvel's version of Batman right? You know what I mean? That's what Moon Knight is, essentially. Yeah. You bring him in phase four. Boom. Ground. That's how you start it. You start a grounded hero. Who's he interacting with on the streets of New York City, Chuck? The Fantastic Four. You bring in the Fantastic Four after that. It sets up a whole new world, man. You go from New York getting destroyed to New York getting rebuilt. I'm saying it. Who would you cast? Oh, I still want Tom Hardy. I got a new guy. Who do you got? Remy Malik. Ugh. No. Yeah. No. I like Remy Malik. And this new Papillon movie that he's coming out with with your boy Charlie Hunnan looks amazing. You don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Your eyes are crossing. I, I had to think about it. It looks amazing. He looks great as Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he does look great as Freddie Mercury. But the thing about casting Moon Knight is he has to look like a billionaire. He has to look like a ladies' man. If I'm going to cast Moon Knight, I got two people. I already thought of it. And I forgot the one already. No, I got them both. Let's bring it into... Oh, fuck. No, never mind. The one was already... Well, I mean, Donald Glover is getting recasted in Black Panther. This is how random I'm getting out, Chuck. If Donald Glover gets the, the villain in Black Panther, he's been recasted. That's a rumor, though. Logan Marshall Green looks great. Like, looks like he could be a handsome devil in a suit. He's You haven't seen Upgrade yet, right? No. Watch it. We reviewed it on Galaxy Wars. I haven't listened to it because I haven't watched we it. We spoiled yet. the shit out of it. And you know what? We got love from Logan Marshall Green on our episode. So shout out to that big moment for me when I've been trying to get him on the show for a very long time and he's finally noticed us. So I'll take it, right? He he looks like Tom Hardy. We know that. It's the running joke, right? I want Tom Hardy to play Moon Knight. Why not Logan Marshall Green? If that doesn't work, I'm going to take one handsome devil that got upgraded to another handsome devil who actually plays a handsome devil, and that's Tom Ellis from Lucifer. Okay. All right. Get him on like he's he's my build. Get him jacked. He looks wears a suit or Lucifer all the time. It looks great in a suit. And you know he's got the British accent. You can always just say that Mark Spector is from Britain. That's how he got over to Egypt, and now he's in New York. It works. What do you think? Okay. There's a fan base behind Lucifer too. It got saves. You know you okay. can't announce on Netflix. So. That's who I would go. Your your choice, I'm not a big fan of. Rami Malek can't... You think he's attractive in a suit? I think he's a good actor. He's a great actor. I think that he would be a great villain in the world. Maybe a Doctor Doom. Now, you gotta look sexy for Doctor Doom, too, right? Yeah. Man, I don't know, man. Maybe, uh... I don't know. He would, he would fit in the MCU somewhere. Oh, no. Put him in the DCU as the Riddler. Oh, man, that would be awesome. I know a lot of people want Neil Patrick Harris. Man, put him as the Riddler. I just don't think that he's... I don't think he's a lead superhero. Yet. I don't know, maybe this Papillon movie will do something. Or No, it'll probably be Freddie Mercury, right? That, yeah. that, what's it called? Bohemian. Uh, Bohemian, right. I'm going to ask you another question. We talked about it. I've alluded to it. Daughters of the Dragon. Any interest in, that, in a series like that? 100%. 100%. Now, you have to scrap a hero. After this, they only get a three-season run. Who are you scrapping to get this? Iron Fist. Oh wow! So Iron Fist is gonna re- this is gonna replace Iron Fist, and Heroes Fire will replace Luke Cage. Yeah. Wow. What happens with Jessica Jones? Because their showrunner just is leaving for Warner Brothers after the third season. Yeah, which will probably come out in like April. Punisher probably in March. I don't know. I mean, I don't. You can't get rid of Daredevil. No, I think you get rid of Jessica Jones. 
uh, and you bring in, they'll never bring in She-Hulk because they don't have the IP for her, but they could bring in another hero. They could bring in somebody from the Fox Sony de- or Fox deal that came in. You know, that, that could be a, a good idea. I don't know who you would bring in, though. Maybe the New Mutants. Blade. No, well, Blade, we already have Blade. I'm, I'm trying to think of something that would be female-led. You could br- if the New Mutants, let's say the New Mutants doesn't, doesn't work in the theaters, right? You recast, put it on television. Or Squirrel Girl. We're supposed to get that. Oh yeah, when's that happening? I fa- did I fall through? I mean, it's not out. Or would you move Cloak and Dagger to Netflix? No, you don't move it to Netflix because what's going to happen is DC, the Disney app, is they're not. They're not, I don't think they're going to make any new shows on Netflix, and they're just going to put them all on Disney. So maybe they just end them all at season three, and we get Heroes for Hire and Daughters of the Dragon over at the Disney app. That could be cool. I don't know. So. They seem Marvel is is a little tricky, tricky little bastards with this Chuck. Comic Con comes, San Diego Comic Con comes up, and I didn't think Marvel was bringing anything other than maybe a preview for Shield, which we didn't get, and we only got announced with that that's coming out a year like a year from now. We got the announcement of season two for uh, the Runaways and Cloak and Dagger, and then they just hit us out of nowhere with, well, Iron Fist is coming back. And it's coming back next month, like September 7th, which is crazy. I think we both texted each other and we were like, what the hell's happening? Like, this wasn't on our episode guide. Nah. Like, I had to scramble to get this on the episode guide. So do you think that they're they're capitalizing off of the success from Luke Cage season two with Iron Fist in it? Oh, yeah. To kind of just ram him down our throat? Like, look, we, we fixed the problem. You guys are going to love him. Oh, yeah. And it's also, it's fresh in people's yeah. mind. Be like, oh, he was really good in that. Yeah. Hey, here we go. Yeah, here he is. It's done. I didn't know they were filming it. No. And I, I guess, you know, the writing was on the wall because, you know, you have to you got to get all your shows out before the end of 2019 when the Disney app starts. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, Daredevil season three is coming out now. Like, we, it's only been a year since Daredevil. We've waited two years for season two from, you know, you know what I mean? I feel like what they're doing is they're just going to try and get all their content out next year and then cut yeah. the loose ties and we'll go from there. I feel like it's a smart move. Because yeah. it just, I mean, me and my coworker at work were talking about it. Netflix really doesn't have, a, in my mind, a lot of great stuff on it right now. Great original stuff. Like everything that's been hyped up, I haven't liked. Like Extinction, did you watch that? No. Nah. Don't. Not good. And that's got a great cast. Mike Coulter's in it. Oh, Michael that Pena, movie. Lizzie yeah, Kaplan. Not good. Or Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, no. Not good. It's like a B movie. Like a B grade movie. Really? Yeah. It looked like it wasn't like even finished. You know how, did you see how it ends? No. That's probably the best movie that came out so far with uh, Forrest Whitaker and Theo James. It's all right. Uh, let's see. Disenchantment was great. Yes. We both finished that. Yeah. You listened to our two episodes ago. I definitely recommend that. I just feel like they're banking on so many younger actors for their Netflix original stuff, like Abella Thorne and Debbie Ryan are all getting all these shows. Jeanette McCurdy, we talked about her last week. And it's not translating. You know what I mean? They have their, their pillar shows, the Marvel stuff. You know, uh, Stranger Things, Orange and New Black. But then there's not much. So Marvel dominated the box office. Why not, why not dominate the stream circuit? Luke Cage did great. Dis- Disenchantment is... I don't know why I brought that up. And then Iron Fist comes out. And then probably November we see Daredevil. Marvel goes to Hulu with Runaways in December. Jessica Jones comes out in... Or Punisher will probably come out in what, July? Or January? Or February? Jessica Jones comes out in April? 
just crazy, man. Just wild what they're doing. Yeah. Blade comes out in July. I wish. Starring me as, <laughs> as Blade. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that they, they are being smart, but they're also being greedy. Right? Capitalizing on it. They're trying to capitalize. And I don't think that's greedy. I, I think it's smart. Yeah, well, they're just pumping out more product. And it's great. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I know what I'm doing that weekend. Chuck and I are going to be, well, we're going to be in a Heroes and Villains Fan Fest in Secaucus that weekend. So if anybody's listening and is in that area, come stop by and say hello. We'll be there that Saturday. And then I'll probably watch it on the ride up and the ride back. We'll put it on the Bluetooth and we'll just listen to it. That's what I did with Jessica Jones riding over from Florida. And I still got it. So the another question is, like, we've seen all these promos, the trailers, the posters, everything. Thoughts on everything. Are you pumped for the season? Yeah, it, it looks good. Um few things that stuck out for me the mask the mask that has to be number one on everybody's list right? and not only that like it looks like that it's going to be kind of like a a traditional mask from come on yeah it's not a helmet yeah that's cool so i'm i'm on board because we see davos wearing it too when you see the mask what is your thoughts on it like are you happy with the design of the mask or is it like this is a cosplay work in progress no it's it's a practical mask like it's not because how are you gonna do a mask like that? Like, you got a helmet. It's got to be a helmet. You got to go to Matt Murdock's special friend, who I, makes the the hats. Melvin Porter. Yeah, you got to got to go to Melvin, right? I, that, eventually, that's what's got to happen, right? He's got. I would think so because I, I, I actually had that down that Melvin Porter would, I would think, have to make his suit. I feel like he's not. He's gonna wear this mask in that scene, and that's it. I feel so? like we're not going to get... We didn't even... Like, they teased it, but, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, this guy running around New York City without a shirt on in the winter and hammer pants and no socks and shoes. It, it, I mean, it's not a practical costume. Uh, although, if I was in shape, I would wear that all the time. Like, the hammer pants, they need to come back. Like, we're in the slim fit era. We need hammer pants back. Thoughts on hammer pants? I'm wearing them. No, you're not. You're not wearing any pants. Don't Don't fool the audience. Would you wear hammer pants if they came back? I mean, joggers came back. Probably not. I would. I would absolutely wear hammer pants. Multiple colored hammer pants, too. Well, like, go out to grab a bite to eat? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They're bigger than, like, I don't wear shorts, so I wear hammer pants in the summer. They gotta be lightweight, squishy. Oh, I'd I'd fuck with some hammer pants, man. I'd be 100% on board with it. But do you think, how how often do you think we're gonna see this this helmet? Or this, this mask? Two, three episodes. Two, three episodes. Just flashbacks, though, right? Yeah. He's not bringing that to New York. Nah, I don't think so. Because we would already saw it, right? Well, no, he could have made it now. Like, he brought, like, he brought every, he had a rucksack when he, a rucksack when he, uh, Maybe he didn't bring it, but he went back to come on, remember? Yeah, I know. I remember that. Uh, and, and we didn't see it there. No. Well, he was, like, in the mountains. Where do you think Kunlun's located, bud? Yeah, but he wasn't in a building. He was even in a building or anything. There could have been something. There could have been yellow cloth hanging. Like, oh, my God, I, I dropped that. God damn it. It stayed here all this time. He puts it on. I feel like if we're going to see it in New York City, Davos is going to put it on to fuck with uh, Danny Rand. And be like, I'm the actual Iron Fist. Oh. I'm the Steel Serpent, bitch. I definitely think that's where it's going. Yeah, it has to, right? Now, how often like, do you think Davos is going to have the ability of the Iron Fist? Because at some point, they both have it. Yeah, I think he's going to because I think he's going to say, you know, I am the true Iron Fist and yeah. you are not. Yeah, because there's multiple Iron Fists. So he goes up there and maybe he defeats the dragon. He, you know, how long does the dragon live? Does he go back and defeat the dragon? 
And he comes back. He's like, now I'm my fist close. And, oh, my God. If we get Sasha saying, I am the mortal Iron Fist, the same amount of times Finn Jones said it, I'm going to shoot my brains out. I'm going to blow my brains out in your car as we're driving home. Listen to it on Bluetooth. I, I think really, I think what it's going to be is like, you know, you're a disgrace. You're running around New York, but there's better places to use the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you are the proper res- representation as the Iron Fist. Oh, you're giving Davos so much respect right now. I think the Meachams hire him and say, go take care of Danny so we can have more money. Well, I, I think that's solely how it happens. Well, in the footage, I definitely think, because there's like this warehouse. And yeah. You see Joy and with, with Davos, all these right? martial artists. You see like yeah. this army or whatever. And Davos is there, right? I think so. He walks right up. and Yeah, he looks like Richard Dragon. Kind of just shows right up, and they're talking over all these crates. What if, what if, cool twist, Typhoid Mary isn't even the villain for the Iron Fist. He's the villain against the Meachums, and Iron Fist has to save them while fighting Davos. They, the Meachums hire Davos to fight Typhoid Mary. Iron Fist shows up because they're just destroying his city, and he's got to fight them both. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool cool twist, right? Did Are you on board? Like, I was a, a low happiness for the iron fist season one are you 100 percent amped up for season two after the footage the poster i wouldn't say 100 percent amped up no me either um i'm after the footage i feel better you think it's gonna be more than a 50 or more than a 12 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah more than 50 i think it goes like 64 okay i think they're gonna you know new showrunner he wrote on the series before i feel like he's gonna capitalize on it so i had posed the question or I'd pose the idea that Davos was brought in from the the Beachums. Why do you? What, how do you think that factors in? We saw that scene. How do you think that all factors in? I I agree with you. I do f- feel that I think he thinks he is the Iron Fist. Yeah. But I think the Meachums brought him there. Yeah. Well, he's he he may be there for like he he's definitely there because he's probably been bought right. He's a hired gun. But he may be underlying issues for him to be there to sweeten the pot as he gets to fight Danny and be the immortal Iron Fist at the end of the day. So, do you think he spouts off about the "I'm the immortal Iron Fist" like I often? Hope, I hope not. Well, you had posed you you ran into some of the script that you wrote in your fanfic where he was like, "You're not the where you're like you're not the the immortal Iron Fist. I'm the immortal Iron Fist. I represent Kung Lao." You had a very uh, you gave Davos a lot of respect. <laughs> you remember that briefly? Yes, I did. So, we've seen the villain issue in both the the MCU and the Netflix universe be kind of scattered around. You know what I mean? First, it was all the heroes are dying. All the villains are dying. Uh, Now, it's how can we make the the villains redeemable? Mm -hmm. Right? How can we humanize them? We saw it with uh, Ghost. We saw it with uh, Killmonger. We saw it with Thanos, right? Typhoid Mary. How does she factor into this? Is she the big bad? Is she she Bushmaster? Or is she cotton mouth where she's going to die halfway through the season and Davos is actually the, the big bad. I don't see her being the big bad. I don't okay. think she's a big enough character. I don't know. I just I because she, she's always pr- primarily like hired gun. That's a big name to bring in for just a couple episodes. Right? I just don't think Typhoid Mary is a huge draw. But do you think Davos is? Half the people listening are probably thinking I'm still talking about Game of Thrones. And I did a Game of Thrones joke 20 minutes ago. I don't know. How many people... Like, all right. 
you you have geek friends. I have geek friends. How many people actively know Iron Fist villains without going to Wikipedia? Probably not all. How many do you know without going to Wikipedia? Not many. Likewise. So you could bring anybody in. Like, nobody knew Ghost. No. Right? And they made her the big bad in a movie that made $800 million. You know what I mean? Nobody knew Killmonger. I mean, here nobody knew Killmonger. And they made it almost, what, $2 billion with that movie. So they could make Typhoid Mary the big bad. I think we're only going to see her like three or four episodes. Yeah, I, I say half. Oh, you're five. going, well, five, you're going five. Okay. Got to gotta one-up me? Bester? Yeah. I, I think four episodes and we're going to get, like, she's going to be the first four. And then Davos is going to be the last six. And it's going to be all that banter between those two where I'm the immortal Iron Fist, you're the immortal Iron Fist. And if it, this doesn't, if this season does not end with one of those boxing bag machines with see who can punch <laughs> the hardest, I'm going to be thoroughly disappointed. So, we talked about Raven Metzner coming on. Now, he's wrote for Wayward Pines, not Wayward Pines, uh, Sleepy Hollow. He wrote the Iron, some of the Iron Fist episodes, and you said that uh, he wrote Elektra, the, the Jennifer Garner movie. Do you have any faith in a new showrunner replacing Scott Buck, who's failed with Marvel properties? Do you have any faith that he's going to come in here and understand Danny Rand better than Scott Buck did? I'm willing to give him a shot. Uh, me too, right? Because I'd want the shot if I was in there. Yeah, because, you know, yeah, he wrote Elektra, which wasn't great. But it's it really seems like, I read interviews and stuff, it really seems like he's on board with the character itself. Yeah. And, like, he was talking about he wants to show more of Kunlun. Because Kunlun is a huge part of the Iron Fist lore. Yeah. So he seems like, just from what I've been reading, he seems like he has an ambition. Yeah, it looks like he... he it's kind of like what um, Christopher Nolan did with the Dark Knight trilogy, where the first one focused on Ra's al Ghul, right? So we got some Nanda Parbat. But then the the third one went back to like the origin of Bane, and it focused like it focused on the the League of Shadows and stuff like that. It focused on the the upbringing of the character, and it showed you how it kind of like there were trials, tribulations, tests, and whatnot. I feel like that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna show that this rich pretty boy just didn't get by on the skin of his teeth. They're gonna show how hard he worked. They're gonna pale. I feel like the first six episodes could pro- possibly be in Kunlun with like a lot of flashbacks. And then they go like flashback to the city, flashback to Kunlun. I'm like, like you said, I'm on the fence. Like I'm, I'm ready to give him credit because if I were to write the show, or if you were to write the show, or anybody that we know, I'd want them to get the, uh, get a chance too. I just hope that he doesn't get too big for his britches and say, "I wrote Electra, and I know Typhoid Mary." And do you, we haven't seen really stills of Typhoid Mary, have we? We've seen one. Does she look like no. the character, like with the, the with the red and white paint on her face? No, she disappointing. She looks like she's in like a business suit or like a jacket with a wig on. Nice. She looks sexy. She looks no, sexy though. Not at all. Damn. Well, I know that you know how like they make the what the legacy figures for Marvel. Mm-hmm. They just released the the Venom ones, right? It's got like Spider Ham, Carnage, Venom. Typhoid Mary's in it. And her action figure, I just saw it at Walgreens when I went to get my uh, Arizona iced teas, hint, hint, sponsors. And uh, I got the, I, I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's a pretty dope character. Like, it looks awesome. If she looks like that character later on in the season, or like that toy, I'm buying the toy. <laughs> just because I love Alice Eve and I can get her to sign it if she does cons. It just gives, her getting cast, I don't even care if she's good in this. 
if she gets casted, that means that there's a potential that she's going to start doing Comic-Cons to live off of Iron Fist now and Star Trek. Sign me up. Yeah. What's funny is, like, do you think people, they they put a wig on her because people are going to confuse her with Patsy? I don't know. Or Trish? They kind of look similar. They do kind of look similar. I thought Alice Eve was playing Trish for a while. Until I was like, oh, no. I mean, I don't know if it's a wig, but the one still that I quickly looked at yeah. looked like a wig. Well, if they're putting a wig on her, maybe it's to separate her from Hellcat. Yeah. Oh, well. all right, whatever. So do you think, personally, Chuck, if you were the, the showrunner of this and you were the head of – what's it? Jeff Loeb is the head of uh, yeah. the Marvel television stuff, right? So if you were Jeff Loeb, would you say this is it? Like the, tell Raven to make the biggest – epic show you possibly can for the iron fist don't kill him make it make your vision if you let me reword this you're jeff Loeb. you go to raven and say raven this is going to be it for the iron fist you got 10 episodes to tell your movie like you're going to make if you were to write an iron fist movie how would you write it make it the best and and you're raven right now i'm raven i'm sorry you were jeff i'm lost in our in our act that we have here (laughs) would you want Raven say, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna kill this, and this is gonna be the last season of Iron Fist." Or would you would you want a season three? I say end it. End it. End it while it's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, and then not like get rid of the character. Like we can't say it's good. Like the character, like keep him. Yeah. But end his solo show. Yeah, and like the thing is, it all goes for me. It all goes back to this Disney app. You know, as I was I was thinking about the questions that we were gonna talk about. I was, I never factored that in. And it wasn't until we started talking that I was like, oh shit, the Disney app's coming. I don't know what's going to happen because I know these series are owned by Netflix. So I don't know if Netflix owns the IP. You know what I mean? If they own Daredevil character, if they're like partial owners of that because it's, it's on their network, you know? Because they, these were the series that couldn't transfer to the Disney app. They had to stay on Netflix. So if you were to kill Iron Fist, does that mean that you can bring Iron Fist over into the Disney app or does he have to stay there and if he, if that's the case and they have to stay there I feel like you have you don't kill the season and you just keep making more content with these characters because Daredevil's an iconic character uh, Luke Cage is becoming an iconic character we see more Luke Cage cosplays at Comic Cons every year you know what I mean Iron Fist is more known now and Jessica Jones went from the, the closets of the DC or the Marvel Max stuff and now she's in the forefront. Like we see a ton of Jessica, Jessica Jones cosplays, right? Yeah, we do. If they were to can't and the Punisher, I can't forget about the Punisher. Who but is, he's always been in the forefront. Yeah, but you have all these characters. Like what I'm saying is like they're becoming big characters, oh, and yeah. you have two that were big characters. If Netflix is the one that dictates them and pulls the strings, and Disney and Marvel can't bring them over into their uh, their own universe, I'm worried that we're going into like what's happening with Sony. You know what I mean? So I would say just keep making this stuff. Don't kill it because Netflix is going to say, Marvel, we're going to do a Netflix show. We're going to do a Daredevil show without you. You know what I mean? And that might just be all like me being paranoid about it and not knowing how ownership of characters work. But I hope I'm wrong. I hope that Marvel, like, I hope that Marvel can say, you know what? The Disney app is coming. We're going to honor our contracts. We're going to put out the series that we promised we would. We're not going to take days off because we, again, if we have plans for these guys in the future, we have to let the fans know that we care about them. We can't just say, oh, well, Luke Cage all of a sudden becomes white and he can get shot. You know, that's how it ends. Daredevil is actually an angel. And Iron Fist, 
Yeah, he turned into a woman. He got a trans. Uh, he got an operation at the end. And Jessica Jones, she just died of cirrhosis of the liver. You know, you can't do that. Like, you can't phone it in with them. I feel like you you end it where you should, and when the contract is up, then you bring them over. You play with them in the the bigger forefront. You bring them on and make do a, a, a Thunderbolts show, or you do Daredevil versus Blade series, which that would be oh fucking god. awesome. I don't even think that happened in the contact or uh, com- comics, but oh my god, I'd be ready for that. And we, I mean, we've talked about it. Se- season three or Hero for Hire, you're Heroes for Hire. Yep. I'm Heroes for Hire. I want to know what our, our listeners think if they're Heroes for Hire. And besides Simone Messick, do you think we get any more cameos from the MCU Netflix universe? I think we have to see Luke Cage. Okay, we talked about that. I don't know, man. I I would want to see him. I don't know if we have to see him. I, I definitely think we get referenced. Like, we get a reference of Luke Cage where maybe Misty comes up and Danny's like, hey, Misty, what, what's going on? And she's like, oh, I'm hanging out with Colleen for a bit. You know, how's Luke? How's he handling Harlem's Paradise? Oh, well, he's real busy in Harlem's Paradise uh, running the city. So he's not here. You know what I mean? Because I feel like Luke isn't here anymore. And that's what I'm worried about. So Luke, you want Luke. I'd like to see Luke. You think Claire comes back in this series? I think she's friends with Colleen. Yeah. And friends with Misty. She's friends with Misty, and she ran from Luke. Yeah. And she might be hanging out in that area. What is she staying with Colleen? Or ran, or Danny put her up somewhere? Or staying somewhere and like... Sleeping with Foggy. We got Foggy in there. Do you think we see Jess or Matt? Or Frank? Uh, I don't know. I think we might see um, Hogart. Ugh. No, I hope I think not. I think we're going to see I that. hope not. I, I really hope we that's don't see That's his lawyer. Yeah. That would be... All right, that's his lawyer. Why can't Matt be his lawyer now? Defenders happened. If he gets in legal problems, Matt shows up. We yeah. haven't seen Charlie Cox since the Defenders. But he's a small-time lawyer. He's got billions of dollars. You ain't going to... We don't know if he's small-time anymore. You know what I mean? Foggy's big-time now. We don't even know if Matt's... Well, Foggy's working for Hogarth. Yeah. Well, we don't know if... if Matt is even a lawyer at this point, right? Yeah. But Hogart had that huge transformation into like a cokehead and like a sleeping with with every hooker. I don't know if I'd want her to represent me. You know what I mean? Uh, So I wouldn't, I would definitely fire Hogarth and I'd bring in Matt or I'd probably bring in Foggy because I feel like he's going to be partners. He's going to make partner at that firm. So I'd bring in Foggy and then that could bring in Matt. But I'd like to see more people. And God, I wish there was a Moon Knight cameo in this, dude. That's going to happen. Think about like how awesome that would have been. Oh. Oh. It wasn't great. That's all? It would have been great? We've been talking about this for 150 episodes, 140 episodes? What episode are we on? 140 episodes we've been talking about this. And you're like, it would be great. How many flashbacks to Harold Meacham do we think we get? Oh, God. He was awful. He was. Really and we haven't, I know words in it. Oh, yeah. Well, we haven't seen them. Yeah, uh, Joy's Joy's in it. Ward's in it. Like, there's really five members of the cast who are regulars for the series, yeah. and the rest are like one to two episodes. You have Finn Jones returning as Danny Rand, Jessica Stroop returning as Joy Meacham, Jessica Henwick uh, returning as Colleen Wing, Tom Pelfrey as Ward Meacham, and Sasha Dewan playing uh, Davos, aka Steel Serpent. That's a fucking phenomenal fight name, dude. Could you imagine Chuck the Steel Serpent? Miller, That'd be awesome. Chuck from Charles Tron Miller, <laughs> never gonna let you live that one down. 
What was that from? Dev. Was this that? is our space episode. Yeah. Oh, God. What a terrible planet. Uh, the ri- Pat- Patchbeard. <laughs> Patchbeard on the r- rickety cricket. No, in the wooden the cricket. W- <laughs> wooden cricket. Such shitty, <laughs> shitty boat name. <laughs> because the cricket is silent. I'll never forget that. No, the cricket's the loudest bug in the world, Chuck. And you said the silent. He's silent and resilient. That was our Pirates of the Caribbean. Episode. That was. Oh, I don't think anybody listened to that one. So go back and listen to that one. And while you're at it, connect with us on Facebook because uh, we're done talking the Iron Fist. Because um, if it if it gets if we get any worse publicity on it, Netflix will probably sue us. So connect with us on all of the social medias like Instagram, the Active Geek, where I'm kind of posting more. Twitter, Active Geek underscore. Facebook, the uh, Active Geek. I don't even post there, so you can still like it. We're all over the podcast uh, universe. We're on Podknife, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Uh, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find the Active Geek Podcast. Chuck is available on the Instagrams. He just went to the Franklin Institute and played some retro games. It was Ready Player One-ish in that, in that bitch playing Joust. Oh, yeah, it was cool. It, shout out from Chuck. It was cool. It, it was neat, and they had, like, 80s music playing. Yeah, I bet. It's By the time everyone listens to this, it's out of Philadelphia. Yep, so Sorry, guys. Uh, but... You can find Chuck on the Instagrams under Chuck underscore Active Geek. Oh, man. Galaxy Wars podcast for me every... When do we post? Uh, Galaxy Wars podcast for me every Monday with my buddy Tom. Uh, you can follow us on on the Twitters there at the Grays, T-H-E-G-R-Y-S. You can find me on Den of Nerds on YouTube. And uh, we're going to be Heroes and Villains Comic Con the day Iron Fist comes out. And a week after that, you can find us at uh, Keystone Comic Con. We're doubling up on uh, Comic Cons this year, or this month, or all September, because this still comes out in August. Uh, so for the Active Geek Podcast, I am Jim. I am Chuck. And we have been the Immortal Iron Fists, and we are out.